0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to the splitting hairs podcast part of Jackrabbit Illustrated brought to you by our title sponsor Drake's place. They've got all sorts of specials going on. be sure to check out our Facebook page. They got new sandwiches coming out. They got a club 71 sandwich coming out. that's in homage to uh, the club 71 room. they've got a 605 sandwich hogs 605 hogs sandwich coming out. Um, that's going to be awesome as well. Looking at what's on there, that's going to be some phenomenal food. Uh, make sure you get yourself in there, but we are the B team. I'm Brendan here as always with Ben and it is finally conference season.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, excited for it. It'll be interesting. You know, we've seen Missouri Valley teams have played pretty well. We got a bunch in the top 25, so we'll see
0: where we go from here. Right. And, I mean, that's pretty – you know, I think FCS as a whole is definitely up this year Mm -hmm. um, compared to normal years. I think probably a lot of that has to do with the spring season things like that. But um, it still feels pretty typical for the MVFC where everybody has good out-of-conference seasons because they're good teams. Just because you're not a top Valley team doesn't mean you're not a good team. And then once – You know, after your three pre or you know, out of conference games, not preseason, that's kind of rude to other conferences (laughs) to say that. Um, but uh, your, your three out of conference games, you know, generally everybody's looking good. USD has had quite a few years where they've looked good, they look good again this year, honestly. They look pretty good, I've been impressed with them. Um, Missouri State, Indiana State, sometimes Western Illinois. Um, we'll all kind of take their turns being fringe top 25 teams. And then the season happens and they start playing Valley teams and they drop out. So, um, now's when the fun part stuff starts, right? We get to see what everybody's really made out of. And there's going to be a lot, there's going to be some fun games coming up this week.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, let me go over quick. I'll share, we'll check out the top 25 real quick, uh, to give you a recap of that. All right, so yeah, we've got we're sitting at number two still, one point behind Sam Houston, uh, mm-hmm. ten ten first place votes back, and then you've got NDSU at five, Southern Illinois at six, uh, UNB at ten, Northern Iowa at fourteen, and Missouri State at sixteen. So six of the top sixteen teams mm-hmm. in the top twenty-five are Missouri Valley teams, which is insane.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's incredible depth of the conference. When you look at it, um, even Western Illinois, who looks like they're going to be a dog in the conference, still gave Eastern Washington everything it could handle. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they kept the game close at Montana, <clears throat> which for your cellar dweller is pretty good to do that to a team that be Washington. Youngstown State is probably the other team I would tab as the, you know, team who's looking like they're fighting for the bottom. And they beat Incarnate Word, who just beat Texas State, um, who's an FBS school. So, um, that's top to bottom. And, you know, I mean, Sam Herter has a article about it on Hero right now, about, you know, the Big Sky versus the MVFC. Um, has the Big Sky passed the MVFC? No, they haven't. And kind of goes through all those sort of stats and why. Um, but it is incredible, the depth of the league this year. It's usually tough, but... You can always kind of count on like Missouri State. Like, yeah, they'd snag somebody, but generally, that for the top teams, they were snagging more like a mid level, mid level kind of playoff aspirational team. They wouldn't snag SDSU or NDSU very often.
1: Yeah, and I actually didn't mean to slight them on purpose, but I'm not mad about it. Um, <laughs> UST is actually in the top twenty five as well. The number twenty four. So we've got seven of the Missouri Valley teams are in the top twenty five.
0: So. And just so everybody remembers, we're using the Any Given Saturday poll. Um, right. <clears throat> that's <clears throat> always been our personal favorite poll. Um, we are part of the FCS Fans Nation podcast network now, but we we still are going to keep in our uh, EGS roots that we like um, with the polls and things like that there. And just because we've always felt that that's been the best, if not for sure, one of the best out there.
1: Well, because correct me if I'm
0: wrong, they do a top 10, right? They, they just started doing a top 25 oh. like two weeks ago ish gotcha. I think I think they start and I don't think that's a full fan member if I remember right it's not all the fans on the page doing it like their top 10 um mm-hmm. it's the admins there and you're you know like um, um all those guys Matt Frazy um, and everybody there Jamie Williams you know the FCF and Lawrence Smith the two um, stats voters that they have on there and all that stuff
1: Gotcha. Well, good deal. Yeah, we'll stick with AGS for now, but we might check out the Fans Nation one every once in a while. What's up, James? Let's go. Chad says, sup, fellas. How are we doing, Chad? Up,
0: Chad. has lo- got my stuff in his garage, so I have to be ultra nice to him. Otherwise, he can use it as firewood. So, that'd be <laughs> really love, nice to Chad. I love that picture of Chad. <laughs> That's amazing. Isn't
1: it? Yeah. Uh brad says amazing upset of northern arizona over arizona especially yes. after usd whooped them um, Yeah, and yeah he says missouri valley still it's top conference no doubt yeah i mean it's been
0: fun and entertaining to see how many FCS teams have beat fps teams this year right and you know you look at missouri state they they're close to taking down kansas state who is a top who is ranked number 25 right now um you know, you and I almost knocked off number seven, Iowa State. Um, Southern Illinois just about beat uh, who they play this last weekend. Was it Oklahoma? No. Uh, was it Oklahoma it was, State? No. No. Not last weekend,
1: but I think it was two
0: weekends. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: But they about took down a Power Five team. And, but yeah, that Northern Arizona one, I walked away and didn't pay attention because I was at a wedding a lot of fcs games so i was busy helping with that and you know first off let me make this very clear to everybody who's listening if you schedule a fall wedding or allow your wife to schedule a fall wedding you're just a bad person (laughs) like nobody nobody wants to go to a fall wedding i get it the temperature is nicer but you know what you might get snow and sleet, and someone's going to hold a grudge against you for the rest of their life (laughs) christian newberry if by chance you're watching, I'm holding a grudge against you forever. I hope you know that, even though it wasn't a Jacks game that weekend. Um, so, But then, like, FCS went nuts. That mm-hmm. Missouri State game was crazy. Uh, no, that was the Missouri State game was the weekend before, wasn't it? Versus yeah, Central so Arkansas. Josh
1: said Missouri State nearly beat Oklahoma State. That was week right. one. Okay, and, and, then, and then it was Southern
0: Illinois with Kansas State. Correct, yep. Ah, I had him flipped. Thanks. Good save, Josh. You're my boy Blue. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, no, so, yeah. it's been wild. Uh, it was a fun weekend. Yeah, Brad agrees with you on fall weddings. Yeah.
1: I actually have one to go to this weekend. Oh, boo that man. I know. Hopefully I'll be able to catch a jacks game on my phone or something. Do you but get to do not... like a speech at it?
0: Or are you part of the wedding?
1: I'm a groomsman, not a yeah. not, not the best man though. So
0: so you gotta you gotta walk up and snatch that mic. And you gotta make a statement for all the all the women out there that are gonna be trying to snatch that bouquet and be like, look, I want you to know that I'm holding yeah. a grudge against those two forever for this yeah. crap. Well, so don't get on my shit list or anybody else's. At least it wasn't a home <laughs> game. Yeah. <Ray> <laughs> is scheduled during a bye, two years out. I like it. They did schedule it during a bye, the one I went to, and I'm still – I mean, I'm not holding as big of a grudge, but I'm still a little butthurt about it. <laughs> that, and it was just a – it was an interesting wedding. I'll, I'll right. put it that way.
1: <laughs> so why don't we go ahead and recap our picks from last week. Yeah. Um, we had GMU and Weber State was the big game. Um, I was mm-hmm. – I'd have to go – put Play it back, but I think I was exactly right. JMU won by 13, almost two touchdowns. Um, they looked really good
0: against uh, at Weber State. And yeah, covered the spread there. Yeah, they looked a lot better than I thought they were going to traveling that far. And they, Signetti, uh, is kind of a dink, but he's also a <laughs> damn good coach. So yeah, it is what it is.
1: Yeah, JMU is the real deal. Um, I guess that was one thing I didn't mention is the top five is definitely solidified, I think, between Sam Houston, SDSU, JMU, NDSU and Montana. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, people have kind of talked about how those are interchangeable. So
0: we'll see where we go from there. But it's definitely it's fun to have some some parity there. Well, yeah, you know, listening to like the FCS fans nation guys podcast, they're like, "Well, there's only five teams that I think are title contenders." Well, when's the last time we've had five legitimate title right. contenders?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's some fringe teams too. While. I
0: mean, you know, yeah. like
1: I mean, a team like Southern Illinois, I think you know can can get up there, and a couple others. It'll be interesting to see. Um, The second game we picked was Eastern Washington went to Western Illinois, which is always a weird place to play. And it was a weird Mm -hmm. game. Like they were scoring points. I think it was like 28 to 28 at the end of the first quarter. (laughs) Yeah. And they, so Eastern Washington, their first 10 possessions, they scored nine touchdowns. They scored 62 points. Their final six possessions, they scored zero points, and somehow they That's went ridiculous. Somehow they went and lost the cover. How they were up by like twenty some points in up uh, by thirty four. They were up by thirty four in the mid third quarter. Like, what are you doing? Play some defense. And so, yeah, Eastern Washington went on to win sixty-two to fifty-six, and they went, they uh, got a spot on bad beats because that is a ridiculously bad beat. Eastern Washington had that game in hand. Drives me nuts.
0: Yeah, it was terrible, and it's funny because um, I listened. I just listened to that FCS Fans Nation pod here, sort of recently, and they have Kyler Neal on there, who is a big uh, Eastern Washington guy. And he also, for some reason, he's like low key, doesn't really like SDSU. Like oh yeah, for like the last he's a- three years. Like for the last three years, he doesn't come out and say it, but he really has like there's something there, Kyler. If you're listening, I want to I want to know because in the spring, and then in like 2019 and like 2018, anytime SDSU is ranked in like top five, wow, well, I don't think too. They're, they're just not a uh, title contender. Oh, yeah. Uh, but anyways, listening to him.
1: Oh, Brendan's out. Well, so what he was saying is uh, Kyler Neal, uh, he's an FCS Fans Nation contributor. He's definitely, a, I don't know if he's a hater, but he's definitely a doubter of SDSU. So um, I actually had to call him call him out for a take that he had an Oladokin that uh, he ended up being wrong about which, um, he claims he got to wait to see the rest of the season. But, um, Josh says no one likes us there, to be honest. there's like 10 of us on that page tops. Um, yeah, we'll have to, maybe we'll get some of us Jack Herbert illustrated guys on there. Um, I think Brendan's on there, but, um, I'm not an active contributor on there. Um, we'll see if Brendan makes it back, but if he doesn't, I will uh, continue recapping our picks. So we had the crazy Eastern Washington game, Western Illinois covered somehow. Um, UNI won 44-3 against St. Thomas, but did not cover. Uh, UND won 38-0. They covered their spread against Drake. NDSU won 35-7. That's a big win for them. Patterson looked pretty good, but Towson didn't look great um however ndsu's run game is very very strong um yeah josh you're on there and quite active yeah i'll have to check it out on fans nation i haven't haven't been on there much um but yeah ndsu's run game looks very very dominant and so i mean when we play them i would imagine that we will just try to make them throw the ball and see if you can prove it it looks like brendan is back
0: hey what's up how hey, how's it hey. going? I'm hey, having, I'm having a good day, guys. I'm yeah. having fun. My battery well, died. I'm, this, it, it, So people know, this computer I'm using right now wasn't working so hot, when we tried to start it, so then I went to my phone, my phone had a dead battery, and I have to plug in iPhone headphones to get decent sound on it, and then that had 8% battery, so then that just died. And so we're on to the laptop again, and uh, if that doesn't work, I'm just burning my whole house down. <laughs> which because ariel's gone i could just chuck the dogs out we're burning the house down guess we're moving like two weeks or like a week early and i'm gonna be a squatter in my own house i like it it's a good yeah, playing stuff
1: so. so i was just talking about how NDSU beat towson 35 to 7 and their run game looks really 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 good i mean they've got yeah they roll out What they had like i think i looked at the stats there was like nine guys that carried the ball. Like they've got right. a stable of running backs, plus Patterson, the quarterback, is a runner as well.
0: Right, and uh, seeing those games, um, you know, against uh, against Towson and then, uh, God bless America, who they played in the week one, the other CAA team.
1: Yeah,
0: I, Albany. Albany, yeah. Uh, I'm just... Twist it up as to whether their run game is that good or is like that improved because it w- it's not like it was bad last year. They could put numbers like that up against middle tier valley teams. I'm curious what they look like against the upper echelon because right that's the standard for us and them, right? It's not necessarily how you look against um Indiana State and Illinois State, it's how you look against in the marker game. How you look against you and I? How you look against Southern Illinois? Um, their their run game, I think, is definitely better because they have Patterson able to run the ball. Um, I think their offense is definitely improved. He's better at the long ball and being having some accuracy on it. But man, I... Patterson was like fifty percent on his passing, so. I don't know how sold I am on him as a quarterback.
1: All right. And we're back. Sorry, guys. Um, (laughs) So I'm actually in Duluth right now. um, So I'm relying on some hotel Wi-Fi, which may be a little sketchy. Um, I'll show you. I do have a sweet view, though. Let's see. Oh, you can't really see it. There it is. There's Lake Superior. So that's pretty sweet. (laughs) Chad's hopping on here. Chad's going to maybe step in in for Brendan. What's up, Chad?
2: Hey, hello. Can you hear me okay?
1: I can. Coming in to save us?
2: Just trying to hop on and save the day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we were just talking about NDSU's uh, dominant run game. Patterson did look pretty good. Uh, He had one nice long throw to Watson, but... um, I mean, he had a really, really clean pocket. He was just standing back there and was able to throw it. uh, I mean, yeah. What what kind
2: of weapon is that guy? When, yeah. I mean, he throws a good deep ball, right? And uh,
1: yeah, it just like I said, I think we'll just have to line up and make him make him throw the ball. But um, that's enough about NDSU. Uh, We'll keep going here. Indiana State, who's who we play this week, um, they. Were able to win against Eastern Kentucky and
2: surprisingly uh, did better than we might have imagined
1: yeah yeah no doubt um, didn't cover their spread though they were favored by three and they only won by two so there's that
2: they look really good in that though I in my opinion I think that squad's got gonna surprise a few folks this year so
1: yeah definitely so uh, illinois state uh, they played eastern illinois they won 31-24 did not cover southern illinois covered easily 55-3 against dayton and then lastly usd looked really really good against cal poly they won 48-14 uh covered their, their spread easily so it'll be interesting to see once usd gets into valley play if they continue looking well, really good because they have looked good so far
2: you know, they were pretty decent last year when I watched them play like UND, but I think they had some key injuries and just didn't end up quite as good as they wanted to be. They're, uh, I don't know, they're interesting. I want to see yeah. them not do well just because I'm a jacks fan, I guess. But- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um
1: so let's go ahead and pick the games for this week uh we're gonna make this episode short and sweet um
2: do i get to pick for brandon
1: yes you do <laughs> so we've got a couple non-mdfc games uh this week we've got sam houston goes to uh central arkansas sam houston's favored by 11 and a half um i will take sam houston in this one that's a lot of points um but I, th- I I think they go out there and win big.
2: I think they cover, too. I yeah. think they win by at least 14, two touchdowns. Yeah, I was thinking
1: two to three touchdown game there. Uh, big matchup between UC Davis, and, and they go to Weber State. Uh, that's a pick'em game. Weber State coming off of a tough game against JMU, um,
2: so, the ball bounced kind of wrong for them a couple plays and it made all the difference in that game. So they could have easily pushed them for the tie I mean, or a win. I don't know. I wouldn't look down on Weaver.
1: No, I I don't look down on him, but um UC Davis is tough. Uh, however, I I do I see Weaver State bouncing back at home. Um and it's it's yep. just a pick'em. And so yeah, I'll I'll take Weaver State to win that one.
2: Yeah, and I'm no fun because I'm not arguing with you, but definitely <laughs> I would go with Weaver State in that instance, too. Gotcha. For sure.
1: Uh, Illinois State goes to Southern Illinois. This is the first uh, Missouri Valley Interconference game we've had. And Southern Illinois is favored by 16.5, which is a lot. But Illinois State hasn't looked great this year. Um, I'm gonna take Southern Illinois. They're rolling right now. They got their offense going, and Illinois State just seems like they are struggling right now. Um, ever since you know the whole deal with Spack in the spring, um, it seems like they haven't really had it had it going. I guess.
2: Yeah, the fighting mustaches versus the new quarterback led. I mean, new. Uh, I'm definitely taking Southern Illinois on this too. I think they're a top five program in the nation. So.
1: Yeah, they. Yeah, I mean they're right outside that top five that we talked about earlier. Um, Western Illinois, who we talked about, has that crazy game. They've clearly got some offense, which, but I don't know how much of it was Eastern Washington just
2: lack soggy. of defense.
1: <laughs> but um, they go to Youngstown State, and surprisingly, Western Illinois is a seven and a half point underdog, um, which kind of indicates where I'm going. I think Western Illinois covers this one, and maybe even wins it. To be honest
2: i i would say i agree with you that seems youngstown like- states kind of been a dumpster fire for a, w- a little while now so
1: yeah they've been struggling kind of like illinois state um yeah i think i think that spreads way off in my opinion um you got usd going to missouri state uh, missouri state is a point dog at home um that one's tough i i kind of think uh, I'll take Missouri State here I think I think USD comes down to earth and Missouri State puts up a good fight at home
2: and Missouri T- Missouri State as we know is a program that's up on on the rise and I think they got that ship turned around down there and they haven't quite done that in Vermilion yet um, they've had a good game here and there and maybe that's what last week was a, a good game but uh I think they get whooped I say Missouri State by a couple of touchdowns Damn,
1: throwing some shade at USD. I like it. We, we will see. And then last but not least, we've got the SDSU game. We go to Indiana State, um, which it's similar to Western Illinois. It's kind of a, a different place to play, um, a little tough to get you. Not, not as bad as Western Illinois. But um, SDSU is favored by 13 and a half in that one. Um, this will be an interesting game. I think it'll be a good gauge of where we're at. Um, Indiana states had some success this year. However, they've won their the two um, games they've won are by like a combined four points, I think. Um, so they haven't been dominant by any means, um, but they've looked pretty good. Um, so yeah, i'm I'm really interested to see how this goes.
2: Yeah, I know we've struggled with them in the past, even when they weren't a great team. Um, Mallory's a great coach. And uh, you could convince me of uh, squeaking one out, and you could convince me of winning by three touchdowns. But I still think Jacks take it.
1: Yeah, I do too. You know, I think I think we see him come out and establish the run game. I think the 605 Hogs take over. Um, I think the defensive line, our chain gang, comes in and. Um, Dominates and really gets after the quarterback. Um, yeah, I'm,
2: I'm gonna take. I'll take Jax by 20. Again, I said you could convince me of three touchdowns. So yeah, no yeah. surprise I would. I would. I mean, don't bet on your own team anyway. But I wouldn't bet on anything on this game.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I that it's tempting with that 13 and a half. Um, yeah. Josh Hoffman gave his prediction: thirty-eight to seventeen seems realistic. So yeah, that's right in that twenty-one point range. Um, it's definitely tempting a thirteen and a half because you, you know, I would think that we'll win by two touchdowns, uh, barring some crazy stuff happening at the end. But we're just so deep that it, it'd be it'd be tough for me to see them score a bunch of points.
2: I think this might be the game where we see us start out with a run a bunch and have some success, and then. I'm uh, I'm thinking that we're going to blow the top off and give Chris Oladokun a lot more, a lot more room to throw the ball and see what he's got. I think he's going to perform well in this game.
1: Yeah, it's going to be fun to see you know see them let him loose a little bit and uh, you know because we've really only seen it in one game against Colorado State. He didn't get a whole lot of run against Lindenwood. So excited to see more of what he can do. Um, 'Cause it, I mean it looks good so far. So anyway, we'll uh, make it a short episode today. Um, since uh, Chad or er, Chad had to help us out. Brandon uh <laughs> Brandon oh, there you go. had and I work. have
2: some company that just showed up. So <laughs> all
1: right. Well no worries. Thanks for helping Chad.
0: All right, go big. Go blue,
1: go Jax. go jacks.
0: All right. Uh-huh.